0: Thank mm-hmm. you. Hello and welcome back to Let's Finally Watch It, a movie podcast that proves we've been living under a rock because we haven't seen movies that you have probably a long-ass time ago. I'm Lauren Blair Donovan.
1: And I'm Clark Canez. And
0: today we are watching Casablanca, which basically neither one of us have seen. I've seen um, parts,
1: but... I think I've seen, like, definitely clips of it. Yeah. I know a lot of the references, but I've never watched, like, the whole thing. So, yeah, I... uh. It would be nice to put those puzzles pieces <laughs> yeah. together.
0: Right. I feel like it's not quite Wizard of Oz, but I kind of understand the basic bones of the plot and how it ends, which is okay, kind of yeah. interesting. I don't know if I should say anything if you know or don't know.
1: I, I mean, I know there's the plane thing at the end. Yeah. And... Which I The only thing I know about that is that was filmed at uh, the Burbank Airport, I think. Oh, it was. Yeah, or like one of the airports in the valley. Maybe not the Burbank Airport. Oh, I don't think Air- like
0: it's... I think I know what you're... T- I think it was yeah, like in Van Nuys or something. Nuys. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I think it was filmed there. Uh, that's about all I know about the ending. And that probably does ruin the movie, to be honest. Mm-hmm. But I'm excited. I know that it's not like super... Like it's kind of funny and charming, too. Right. That's what I've heard from people. And it's not just like a straightforward, like, I don't know if it's a spy thing or if it's a war thing. I, I'm not 100% certain on what the plot is. There's you?
0: definitely a historical context. That's the backdrop, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much it comes into play, though. I know yeah. that there's like a central romantic plot and that part's totally spoiled for me. Um, Even in When Harry Met Sally, they talk about it a lot, actually, because they're watching that movie on the split screen, which is one of, if you haven't listened to our uh, When Harry Met Sally episode, go back and watch or listen to that also, please. But it's weird because I've actually seen parts, as I had a boyfriend, a former one, that loved this movie mm-hmm. and then we watched it but we ended up making out a lot instead of watching it yeah, so happened, yeah. yeah so it's like i it's weirdly not spoiled that way because i don't think i was paying that close attention so yeah most of it i know from cultural references yeah
1: you know i like humphrey bogart wait who else ingrid bergman, oh, I, think? Ingr- ingrid bergman. I think yeah she's great and i think it would be cool i because this is 1930 when did it come out 1935 Oh, I don't know the exact date, actually. I looked it up. I think it was either 1935 or 1939. Oh, 1942.
0: Okay. Wow, way off. Yeah, I mean, that's close to 1939,
1: though. I don't know. I know it's supposed to be... I don't know. I honestly don't know what it's about. Casablanca means White House in Spanish. So I'm guessing that they're in Spain.
0: For some reason, I thought they were in Morocco
1: okay maybe but i
0: might be i might be very wrong i I don't know where i'm pulling that like what hat i'm even pulling that out of so um, no
1: that you might be i mean you probably know more but those are like
0: that's a boat ride away though like spain to morocco those are closer than people realize so we're either both kind of wrong or both kind of (laughs) right yeah
1: yeah and that might be you know a name of yeah Mm -hmm. the uh, a place there city yeah yeah so um would and i'm excited to watch because this will be one of the older movies that we've mm-hmm. watched probably not as old as wizard of oz but mm-hmm. i do i think it'll be fun to watch yeah something and also this is during the war world war Two, but i don't know if america is necessarily in the war at this time so
0: is wait so because i know it's i know there is a war backdrop but i don't even know if is it's there. world war Two or if it's like a period piece about world war one or something yeah I'm genuinely... Gosh, like, it's I weird. Know. I know stuff about this movie, but I don't know, and I don't know what I'm confused about. Well, if, there,
1: if there's a passenger plane, it's definitely not World War One. Okay. Because uh, they're just... Okay. The uh, passenger planes weren't until the late 1920s or early 1930s. I
0: learned something about planes today. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, I mean, in... Uh, like, during World War Two Or World War One, it was only... Planes had only been out for, like, 12 years at that mm-hmm. point. So, yeah. So, I'm guessing, yeah, it's probably timely to where they're at so i mean maybe it is about world war ii that'd be cool because i do know that this is an inspiration for indiana jones as well Mm -hmm. um which we
0: also have that episode so go back and listen if you have not already
1: so i think i i'm guessing it might actually just be during world war ii it probably is it might have actually caused the war
0: yeah let's just blame ingrid bergman it's her fault (laughs) yeah
1: well i mean i i I know that, like, Charlie Chaplin, he had a movie called The Dictator Mm -hmm. or something. It was something uh, along those lines. Yep. And Adolf Hitler was pissed because he really did. He was a big fan of Charlie Chaplin.
0: He liked a lot of American culture, I think, too. Yeah, he did.
1: Well, I mean, that's probably where he got the idea for, you know, all this racism. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So, uh, but anyways, the, um, yeah, so... you know theoretically like i'm gonna bomb the british and now i'm gonna (laughs) go to war with uh, the america well i don't i think they declared war on america anyways yeah so it's (laughs) it's uh i'm excited to watch it yeah and uh i'm glad to put the teen teens all to wrap no i'm just kidding we were probably gonna watch more teen stuff but we've we've watched a
0: slew of them it's nice to have a switch up we've we did a double header of um varsity blues and not another teen movie last time we congregated to do the podcast Mm -hmm. that was a rough day for clark (laughs) that was a real
1: rough day for me i don't know if i've recovered yet um (laughs) i'm still having flashbacks but anyways yeah So I'm excited to watch this and, you know, just get into something that's a little bit, you know, more um, like classic. Yeah,
0: Yeah, I feel like over the next month, we just went over our schedule. We're definitely dipping into a few different genres and time periods. And it's going to be just a breath of fresh air Mm because we were on a real both rom-com and teen kick. And then kind of miscellaneous in 2023 i I think that's kind of been what we've been watching so it's nice to turn the page a little bit and try other
1: stuff yeah exactly yeah but i mean that's all i got yeah i don't think
0: i have a lot to say just because i I kind of know it I've sort of seen it but I totally haven't seen it too <laughs> and I like older movies mm-hmm. hopefully it's the pacing's good that's the only thing about older movies are either brilliant like from the 30s and 40s mm-hmm. yeah. or they're a little slow yeah it's like one or the other and i people love this movie so I'm assuming it's good I thought I would like Breakfast at Tiffany's, though, and that's kind of lower on our... It's not like at the bottom, but Mm -hmm. of the movies we've watched, it's pretty low for me, Mm -hmm. and that kind of surprised me, so I'm trying to just not have high expectations in hopes of being pleasantly surprised, since that one threw me off a little bit. For
1: sure. I thought that one was fun, at least. Um, It was fun. It just wasn't my thing, the way I thought it would be. Yeah. Yeah. But I think I put it above, like, literally all the teen, uh, most of the teen movies, except for maybe Can't Hardly Wait. Mm hmm. Was it? Yeah, yeah. So,
0: yeah. yeah, I'd probably put it above a lot of those, too. Um, yeah. that said, though, some of those teen movies I have rewatched, and I'm not eager to rewatch Breakfast at Tiffany's. So, yeah, for sure. I don't know what that says, but hopefully, this one will pop a little more. Mm-hmm. Um, and if not, we have some cool ones coming up that I'm. Either have already seen and you haven't and I'm looking forward to rewatching yeah. or uh, I haven't seen it all and I'm looking forward to watching. So right.
1: and I think this is the first one that we're watching. That's all black and white.
0: Oh, you're right. Like- I didn't even think about that because Wizard of Oz started in sepia tone, mm-hmm. not, even black, and not white, even black and white and yeah. then turned to Technicolor. And then, yeah, by the time Breakfast at Tiffany's is our next mm-hmm. oldest movie, I think, in the early yeah. 60s. But that was color. So, yeah. So yeah. I'm
1: glad to be watching. I'm surprised it know.
0: took us, like, six months to yeah, get to yeah. one. Maybe we
1: should look at the schedule again and see. Yeah, I feel out.
0: like we have a lot of iconic stuff between the maybe 50s, but definitely 60s through 90s coming mm-hmm. up. Yeah. There's not as many, like, contemporary stuff, but mm-hmm. yeah, we should definitely look out. I know there's a bunch of Betty Davis movies, like Jezebel and, like, um, Baby Jane. Is that her? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, those yeah. are considered like watershed movies. Yeah, so maybe sure. they should be on our list. But yeah, we're gonna we're gonna talk old movies today. Yay.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So this will be great. Yeah. Um I'm excited. And yeah. Uh we'll we'll be let's finally watch it. Yeah we'll finally watch it. Okay. Right, we'll be back. Bye. Bye.
0: And we are back. We have seen the Casablanca. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I'm, okay, low-key happy because I thought Casablanca was a city in Morocco, but my brain has been so scrambled the past couple years, and I Mm -hmm. keep misspeaking and saying the wrong things and displacing stuff. So I'm like, I've been working very hard to try to get my brain back. So I'm like, Mm -hmm. I didn't say it on the, you know, intro because I want to be wrong, but I was like, oh, yay.
1: No, you totally got (laughs) that right. um,
0: But yeah, I was... I'm lukewarm on this movie. You, you liked it a lot.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I liked it. I mean, especially, uh, considering the time period. I mean, whenever I watch any of these older movies, Mm -hmm. I always look at the time period Yeah, yeah, and it is exceptional. This was film 1941. Uh, they, they cover a few things that happened in real life. Like that was going on at the time, which is the fall of France which had by the time of filming filming would have only been a year right, beforehand. Right. And I'm like, wow, that's such a fast turnaround for a movie. Because I like when I when we were doing the preview review, yeah. I looked and it said nineteen forty two and I'm like, Oh, it can't be about World War Two. Right, right. I mean, because even I think oh no, three kings that movie with like uh, George Clooney where I, but that was the Iraq war from the Mm nineties. So I was, I was like, it's rare to see something so contemporary, Uh, you know, Mm I, I mean now it's easier to, because like, everything's digital you could just do yeah
0: unless you're doing cgi you can edit something really fast if you yeah. have a good team like it's even back in the film days like in the 90s i remember being in like acting school and they were like takes a year to make a good film minimum mm-hmm. and i don't think that's the case at all anymore right like, yeah I mean sometimes but yeah the thing that also kind of jumped out to me and I think I clocked it to you out loud was just how big the production was yeah. for its time. I mean movie making was still I mean it was like decades old when we're talking about short films and vignettes but in terms of like motion picture feature with sound we're only a little more than a decade out, you know. Right. Yeah. And they have a lot of especially like when they were contextualizing, but they were like showing a lot of like war scenes, uh, stuff that was happening throughout the globe, and then like, and then weaving in the ro- the romantic, you know, stuff and all the different extras. I was like, this is a huge production for that time.
1: Yeah, it really was. Like ambitious, and I would even say. Yeah, and this was filmed in uh Bur- Burbank, California Warner mm-hmm. yeah, a Studio. R- r- yep, and. But, yeah, no, it was a really good production. The sound design was good. Um, yeah. I like the was, lighting, too, because yeah. I, I know
0: that's a weird thing to say about a black and white film, but it was clearly very soft, especially one oh, on Ingrid yeah. Ber- Bergman's face. You know, um, the way they lit her and the way everything sparkled was... That's not every black and white film.
1: No, it's not. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they had Vaseline mm. on the on the lens. Uh. Um or I mean, they probably had filters by then, but Maybe. Yeah. they de- actually never mind. They definitely had filters by then, but um, yeah, no, it looked it looked really good. I, yeah, and it and it's weird because yeah, this is the first black and white movie that we've watched. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really does give kind of a yeah. I don't know, it gives a, a sheen to it. I mean, it does make it feel far away though, like time wise. But I I do think that capturing that period of time i mean this is nearly a documentary yeah. um yeah because um, it's it's based partially on the true story you have to imagine the refugee situation mm-hmm. i mean we think about refugees now from like syria yeah. like these were people coming from france and yeah you know uh, not to say that uh, their plight is you know, it, every, every refugee's plight sure. is, is valid. Yeah and, yeah.
0: and they deserve to escape. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, no, but it's just interesting to see how it changes throughout time. Like what countries need refuge, like exactly. what citizens from what countries, Yeah.
1: yeah. And I mean, right now we, we have a land war in Europe mm-hmm. again, and, uh, that's fought very conventionally, almost a world. I mean, people are talking, it's world war one again, which is, uh, in some ways, very archaic war. Yeah. A lot, lots of losses and, uh, but anyways, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so, so you didn't like it very much.
0: I just, you know, parts of it, like as the movie went on, I warmed up to it a little bit. I think it was just a combination of like a few things that kind of just took me out. And I just wasn't the entire time invested. Um, in the beginning, there was just a lot going on. Like we were in, in, uh, introduced to so many people it was hard to figure out especially in black and white like my Mm -hmm. brain was just it just took me a minute to like figure out even though I knew like some of the plot that was coming it was just like how many of these people that were being shown are important and Mm -hmm. who's who when they do return I think that the thing that I think actually has been kind of going on with a lot of the movies that we've watched that I've like maybe taken a stance a little bit against is that I've been going through kind of like a big transformation over the past year or two, mm-hmm. you know, with complex PTSD and trying to see my lens, my life through a lens of more objectivity versus like emotional reacting. Because my whole life I've been surviving from something versus like just living. And now that like I have different tools and stuff, there's just – you know there's like that saying where like if you don't like someone – it's sometimes because they inhabit traits that you have, you know, like mm-hmm. yourself or whatever. I feel like I've learned just a lot of lessons over the past year, especially about like what healthy relationships and friendships are and like, you know, how women should be spoken to. I mean, I'm talking about like a lot of different movies, not just specifically this one. So I get turned off really fast if like I don't understand where a character's coming from. Or if, like, in this case, like, I understand – like, I'm a grown-up. I understand the complexities of adult relationships. I've never been a cheater, and to my knowledge, I've never been cheated on. I think I actually was once, but it's not that deep. Uh, The relationship was basically over, and I'm fine. But, like, I just – I'm just sort of over – I'm in a place where I don't like watching behaviors that could hurt people. Like I think I'm a little sensitive to it. So once Mm. I figured out it was a story about an affair, especially when it was an affair that was sort of based on limerence to me versus love, I don't think they were really in love. They didn't know each other. And Mm -hmm. I've kind of learned the difference in a very profound way this past year so it's just a little harder for me to like get on the side of like the main characters even though i didn't think they were terrible i'm not like saying they're terrible humans like i understand i feel most bad for humphrey bogart you know for sure yeah he's the one that got played yeah Yeah. you know what i mean uh so this is like a rare movie for me where i'm on the side of the man you know Mm -hmm. like 100 percent um but like Again, as it went on, I got a lot more invested and intrigued because there were so many moving parts. It was so much more of a complicated Mm -hmm. story than I was anticipating. But I think trigger is too strong of a word, but there's just certain things that I just... I think I'm just going to need more time to marinate and, Mm -hmm. you know, live as like a better version of myself. Like a healthier version of myself before I can like be lost in the suspension of you know what i mean like reality mm-hmm. with I, I don't know it, it, it's weird cuz mad men's my favorite show and they're all corrupt so I, I mean like it's it's definitely like a flip of the dice with me but um
1: yeah and most of the teen movies that we watched have had elements of that so like 100 that per, seem to but make... there's
0: there are certain some of them i saw when i was young though and there's a the nostalgia factor where i'm not mm-hmm. going to like you know what i mean it, with i'm talking with like new stuff um also like it, this movie was a slow cooker in terms of finding out all the puzzle pieces mm-hmm. like there's some some of the movies we've seen there's something I was able to latch on to or saw a justification or solid a deeper personality trait mm-hmm. but it was just like a lot of catchphrases and them purposely being secretive and then it was this big romance and then it was over it was just like a lot for me to I was just trying to figure out what was going on and some, like I said, it's kind of a flip of a coin. It depends on like what other elements are at play. Yeah, for sure. I didn't hate it. I think yeah. I might like it more upon a second rewatch right. one day. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially now that I know what movie I'm in for. But I just... Um, there was too much mystery around the characters for me to like imprint in the beginning. Mm. You know, I was like, I don't I kind of like I mean, that kept I think me we're op- I think we're opposites in that yeah. way though. You yeah. know, the more we watch these movies. Um so I need a I need something to like latch onto in the beginning or I'm just a mm. little not as invested. And it doesn't even mean like I have to know the whole story or the whole character, it just something has to resonate with me for me to be on anyone's side. Um, but, like I said, as like we kept- there was like a lot of things going on that were interesting, and of course, from a historical context, it's mm-hmm. fascinating, and I like that it has like a muddied happy ending, yeah, you know, like i'm not there's a lot i'm not I'm not mad at really anything about it, I think it's just yeah, i just I'm in a weird <laughs> place, i think with yeah, life in in general, sure. you know what I mean, and yeah it is what it is okay
1: okay yeah I mean because like uh, yeah I guess like we're literal opposites on that because like I did like that mystery I liked Mm -hmm. the way that that kind of unfolded and another thing that I really like is I liked Laszlo Mm -hmm. and the thing is yeah
0: I like that he wasn't a bad guy exactly yeah no I appreciate that a lot
1: the thing is like I loved that character because Mm -hmm. that the big trope is like the other Mm -hmm. guy's the asshole yep Yep, yep, yep. And I hate that. And I hate yep. that because it's rarely the case.
0: And I like that all three were technically good people. I don't mm-hmm. think she was the worst. Yeah. She, I, I get why she, she would. She he was dead. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. He's like was a
1: concentration camp. Exactly.
0: And so, and she left the second she found out he was alive. So, like, it's a very complicated mm-hmm. love story. No one's truly at fault. Yeah.
1: In a way. And I mean, like, the thing is, she was probably brokenhearted and, mm-hmm. and you know. She should have been more open about that, for sure. But, I mean, you also... The world is literally falling apart. Her country would have been invaded before even... Where like,
0: was she from? I don't think I even so got that. I th- I think oh, she she's...
1: Norway? Norway, yeah. I think. So Norway, I think... She was, was talking was about like, Oslo, yeah. Yeah, so they were attacked mm-hmm. pretty... And so was... Ch- he, Lazlo was from Czechoslovakia. Yeah. Um, and he was... You know, like Czechoslovakia was the first one mm-hmm. to, or one of the first ones to pretty yeah. much get hit. Well, Poland, of course, first. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Um, so it is. Yeah, I mean, it's it's so so interesting to see the the. I mean, you know, I mean, and I, I understand you don't like that part, but like the thing is, like that's the messiness of. war you know and the the thing is we'll never understand that like hopefully not (laughs) well i don't think i don't think america will ever be in a land war Mm. uh, like on american soil you know like you know say what you will about whatever you know divisions that we have in this country i don't think we're gonna have a ground war anytime soon but like you know it's 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 so complicated and it's hard to um let things, let your past, like, hold you down and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And also, it's dangerous. The thing is, the re- I mean, part of the reason why Ilsa had to lie to him mm-hmm. and why she wasn't open with him is because she would have been put in a concentration camp yeah. because of her association with yeah. Laszlo. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, like, I think a very big uh, reason why, why she did do that. So, like, I don't... You know that's kind of a you know a, a little point to her, but mm-hmm. um
0: yeah, like I said, I think I would like it more upon a rewatch, knowing mm-hmm. what I'm in for. Yeah. uh because like yeah, it is all justifiable, like 100. Mm-hmm. percent. I'm just yeah. looking at the world through a really sensitive lens at the moment, and for sure. sometimes it gets me.
1: Yeah, and then um, also and. And the thing is, like you're saying, that you can i I could differentiate all the people on here because mm. they called Rick by different names. Yeah, some was Mister Blaine, hmm. some was Richard, hmm. which was the German. Hmm. Um, someone was Ricky. So, I think
0: that just muddied it even more for me. <laughs>
1: yeah. So, the, so for me, that really helped distinguish which ones were German, mm-hmm. which ones. I mean, obviously, you could tell which ones were yeah. German. Yeah. 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 They, accents have and swastikas too (laughs) um and it's so weird at this time like the holocaust isn't really known either Mm -hmm. which i mean it's i think by certain people but i think there's people who deny that i mean Mm -hmm. because the thing is you have to understand even at this point in the war uh, until literally pearl harbor Mm -hmm. a lot of americans weren't on the side of going to war again yeah Like, that's kind of crazy. And it wasn't until that happened that people were all of a sudden, Mm -hmm. yes, Germans are bad and the Japanese are bad. Uh, They're really trying to stay neutral and uh, isolationist in a lot of ways. And, yeah, I I think it was a a brave thing to do, you know, Mm -hmm. but um, to show Germans as, as the bad guys and stuff. Obviously, this was, you know, created by Jewish people yeah warner brothers which is amazing you know know. this is kind of like a at the moment like and they screw you
0: they said that a lot of the people playing nazis were actually jewish refugee and that's amazing Mm -hmm.
1: and that probably pissed off that's such a fuck you such
0: a fuck you for the 1940s like i love it like that's
1: that would have upset them so much i mean because as i was saying before like yeah charlie chaplin Mm -hmm. like broke adolf hitler's heart mm-hmm. because he made fun of him and so i think that this would have been like wow yep. frazzled uh <laughs> flattery's
0: not always flattering <laughs> or I- yeah. imitation's not always flattery yeah it can be exactly. very uh annoying actually
1: because the thing is okay listen i'm gonna i'm gonna just say this nazis are bad disclaimer yes but the thing is nazism at this time too Was considered our artistry in Nazi Germany was very important. Mm -hmm. Movies were very important in Nazi Germany, and we don't, we obviously shouldn't watch these movies because obviously they're propaganda and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. But like media and, you know, art was so important for the Nazis. So for this to be there, I mean, they had to have watched it. You know, it was it was such a big part of their. Lives and I really do wonder if it was ever shown. <laughs> I mean, probably wasn't, but if it was what, ever sir? shown in Nazi Germany, but yeah, I doubt mm-hmm. it.
0: I, hard to say. But the, yeah. I mean, because
1: the thing is, probably not. You have to think at this time.
0: Yeah, probably not. Actually, the, the, more thinking the about only
1: like Portugal on the mainland, anyways. Like it would have been England, Portugal, and USSR. Th- those are the only free mm-hmm. non-german countries at this time so mm-hmm. like they wouldn't even have had an international yeah, market and stuff true. like that uh so i thought that was so yeah i i i i I think that that's so uh interesting sorry i'm mm-hmm. fanboying over that uh uh that part of it yeah um but yeah as far as the and you know what? I really liked the acting in it. I Yeah, I, I thought
0: the acting was great.
1: And you know what? I really... I was a little nervous seeing... Because uh, there is one black character named mm-hmm. Sam. Mm-hmm. And I was worried that there was going to be some sort of... But they really treated him like an equal in this. Yeah, like, it wasn't too bad. I, I didn't feel like it was mm-hmm. a... Because
0: they had another white musician in the Rick's yeah. Cafe too. So it wasn't like he was just there for entertainment. Y- right, you know what I mean? Exactly. Like, yeah.
1: Well, no, but, but, I, 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 yeah, but, like, also, you know, Rick would constantly, like, ask him for, you know, th- they seem like very good friends, mm-hmm. like, a deep friendship. And so I really felt, uh, that that was actually a pretty good representation, especially for this time. I feel like, um you know, last week we watched not another team movie where mm-hmm. I thought that was far more racist than yeah. than this. I didn't smell any racism from it. I think she did Ilsa called her him boy. So that may be Yeah. Yeah. I don't like that, but I think There the was part, also
0: him aiding um he was even though yeah, there was a friendship and I think Humphrey Bogart's character did respect him, he was in service of Humphrey Bogart for sure. too. but like, for yeah. sure. Like
1: Yeah. But also, I mean, I I think it went beyond employee employer. Yeah, though. I agree. But yeah, so I thought that that was really cool, and uh, and yeah, it was it was weird because there's certain elements of it that, like, they just did a really good job of setting up the. Uh, I think it's a little bit lost on us. You know, how many decades ago was this? Is like eighty plus. Yeah, eighty.
0: It, not 80 decades 80 years <laughs> yeah, 80
1: yeah years. yeah um so like you know the i i, I really do wonder if the uh if the people at the time knew how important like visas were i, I guess like the international mm-hmm. viewers of this would have been yeah. like oh yeah visa i mean because you have to understand like millions of people trapped under all of a sudden nazi germany yeah it sucks like yeah you're no way to get out and um,
0: well I'm curious about how the the US was reporting it in the papers you know what I mean like international news like right. it's hard to know without being in that time like what mm-hmm. the attitudes and knowledge was because word didn't spread like wildfire there was also no mm-hmm. internet yeah yeah know? exactly
1: well they had newsreels and um, they had radios and you cause, know because but... my grandma you know lived through the war mm-hmm. um and my grandpa, and they said that every time they would go watch a movie, they would show the news yeah. before right. the cartoons That was a pretty famous stuff. thing, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, they, I think, yeah, they would have uh, been in bigger cities, though, so maybe that wasn't. But, I think um,
0: it was in all theaters. I'm just wondering how... Because, you know, if it's just a real, it's not like the 24-hour news cycles or even the evening oh, news. Like, it was yeah, probably so sure. watered down, like, whatever the information it, was, to an extent. I've Compa- looked some up. Oh, yeah?
1: I, I've looked at some. I mean, it really is, like, Paris Falls. Mm-hmm. The, the New- Jerrys are mm-hmm. over here Yeah, uh, marching on Paris. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it was a lot of that. Sure, <laughs> but, sure. Um, but, um, but, like,
0: in terms of the complexities of people with right. visas. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But I think yeah I I don't know if um but the, but this would have probably put a spotlight I mean probably a, a spot because this did win an academy award Yeah. So this would have put a spotlight on that plight of uh you know refugees and especially Jew I mean Jewish people mm-hmm. like I they mean They were paying attention for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And like the refugee situation probably wasn't that known but like this maybe was hopefully like hey we need Mm -hmm. to take in as many people as we can from these countries and stuff and i think that that's kind of interesting and yeah it's weird uh but but it is interesting because they had to rush to put this movie out because uh i i read this this was during the african campaign Mm -hmm. between you know the allied forces and and the axis forces Mm -hmm. and uh north north africa and they were they it had happened like two weeks before so they were like as they're editing it Mm. i guess they're just trying to like rush to get it out which is interesting because it does not look rushed to me um pretty good transitions on it i don't know if you noticed that like i I was like that was kind of cool yeah uh yeah i think from a technical standpoint
0: yeah it's it's very well done Mm -hmm. um fun fact Madonna wanted to redo the movie.
1: Yeah, that would have been very cool. With Ashton
0: cool. Kutcher to her Humphrey, or to her Ingrid Bergman, which yeah. is... Uh, like, that's just bananas. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. but, like, I'm not even trying to, like, talk about age gaps, but that's weird.
1: Yeah, <laughs> That's no, a weird course, pairing.
0: Yeah. Um, and this would have been, you said, because you found a similar factoid, that she wanted it to be about the Iraq War. Mm-hmm and it's just like oh goodness gracious madonna was i don't know just such different I, you can you love stories happen at every age it's just such an interesting choice that she wanted to oh yeah do this in her like what 40s maybe even 50 play ingrid bergman's yeah, character yeah. to ashton kutcher's humphrey bogart like mm-hmm. that's just
1: yeah that would have been I'm crazy. sorry
0: that's just chaos <laughs>
1: yeah and she doesn't have much of a track record record as far as movies go no um what was the
0: one evita the one that people well that's like, the good one yeah but there
1: was one where she it was like known as being one of the biggest bombs i think it was directed by guy rich was
0: it the one where she um i remember i tried to watch one i don't know who directed it but i want to say was it Rupert Everett it was like a love story between them or something and I couldn't even get through it it was so bad she was such a bad actress she was supposed to be vegetarian and was eating a burger without thinking about it and that's how she realized she was pregnant and I'm like I'm out this is just not like how this works oh my
1: god um yeah no that's yeah I think that's the one that that is known to be uh yeah. yeah one of the worst movies ever produced i think like i think it's pretty unanimous like okay. that's in the top oh i think it was called swept away
0: maybe that might be it i don't know yeah
1: but you know what it's weird because i do like her in a couple of movies which ones um i liked her in uh seeking susan desperately someone. seeking, desperately seeking, seeking, Su- seeking susan. i haven't seen that one should that, that be on our good. list no okay. um uh, and a league of their own yeah she
0: was great in that oh you know what she was good in that but I didn't think she was great in that I know that's a hot choice sure but she just had an accent and was convincing she was playing someone who was was very sexually friendly and that was kind of her persona and possibly her real life Mm
1: -hmm.
0: um like it was cute, but it wasn't like as good as Gina Davis. Oh no. Yeah. You know? And
1: not Rosie O'Donnell either. Yeah. But I'm just saying, yeah. like I think but I think that role fit her. And I yeah, think that was. It was role... fine.
0: It just doesn't stand out like a sore thumb.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I also like the documentary. What was the documentary
0: called? Kiss and tell or show and tell something or something like that. Yeah. Um I think I've seen clips, I don't think I've seen the whole thing. But that's not her acting, right? That's just a documentary. Right? Yeah, it's just a
1: documentary. Yeah. So I guess that's not yeah. But anyways, yeah, that would have been bonkers. Um, but Hollywood, I'm glad we do not need to keep no. repeating
0: movies, especially with Madonna.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad they just put their foot down. Like, oh, yeah. thanks, mm. but yeah, we're good. We're good on movies.
0: Thanks, Miss Ciccone, but no thanks. Yeah, <laughs> the in the '80s, this script was passed around under its original title, which was like everyone's at Rick's or something like mm-hmm. that. Everyone goes to Rick's something, and um. Every studio passed on it because they thought it was dated or it didn't have enough sex. Although a few people recognized the script, but most mm-hmm. people did not. And I just thought that was very funny.
1: So that would have been the original script. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's the script that was actually on because it was originally supposed to be a play. Yeah. I think so, it was a play. Yeah, it was a play that they bought. Play, yeah. They
0: bought for the highest amount, mm-hmm. like for something that wasn't produced or something yeah. like that.
1: Yeah, that's I, I I get that. I mean, the 80s was all about...
0: But I wonder what would happen if they did it now or even 10 years ago. I think that there's just so many people in Hollywood. I mean, like, for instance, if I was working at a movie studio right now and like the day, like any time before today and got that script, I wouldn't recognize it because I haven't seen it. And I think Mm -hmm. Hollywood is secretly filled with a lot of people that don't know Hollywood history. And so just here, it's such a funny troll thing to do to see what people's like take on a classic Mm -hmm. movie would be.
1: Well, I mean, also at the same time, you have to think, like we've talked about, there's plenty of things, and I think Godfather was probably maybe the worst of them, where it's like, wow, what a trope. And it's Mm -hmm. like, oh, but that's where it comes from, Mm -hmm. you know, and...
0: There's a lot of tropes in this one. Yeah, I mean, this one,
1: I... I like did Florida recognize Florida ceiling, Florida, huh? ceiling, Florida yeah. ceiling trips. <laughs> uh, I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Uh-huh. Uh, here's looking at you, kid. Mm-hmm. Played again, Sam And all the gin joints, joints in the world, and she had to come into mine. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow, yeah, like r- remarkably quotable. And I think, and I credit again, Animaniacs. Yeah, I mean, they've probably literally done this entire film in some.
0: Yeah, just different parts fragmented yeah. throughout the series.
1: <laughs> I absolutely believe that. Because yeah. I know... Well, Peter Lorre was in here. Um, he played... Uh, oh, God. Um, the guy that got caught. The, mm. the, the, in this, the beginning of the movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one with the bulgy eyes. And he's a very... F- <laughs> they always put him in acts. <laughs> he is constantly in acts. I
0: need to rewatch it. It was my favorite as a kid. And... Sometimes I just don't have a good attention span for cartoons. I have to mm-hmm. be in such a specific mood. And yeah. I've been wanting to do a deep... I've watched an episode or two in the pandemic, but I've been wanting yeah. to do a deeper dive.
1: They actually did a new season of it. I know. I want to did- see it too. <laughs> yeah. So, um, But it was really funny because there's a lot of these people that I only recognize from yeah. you know, Animaniacs. And I think Humphrey Bogart is one of them. I think maybe I've seen him in one other movie. I don't
0: think I've seen him. I just know the name because he's so famous. But Mm -hmm. I was thinking about that the whole movie. I'm like, I don't, I can't place the movie I've seen him Mm -hmm.
1: in. Yeah, I I forgot what I saw him in. But I I saw him in something. Um, I think I would
0: conflate. This is a weird one. But I think I would kind of for a while, not recently, but when I was young, I think I would conflate him with Spencer Tracy. Sure
1: yeah that's not Both famous from the same era i don't yeah. think they
0: actually look alike but mm-hmm. um yeah
1: yeah because around this time i mean because my favorite around this time is definitely cary grant mm. i love cary grant um so i uh like there's only a few people like uh clark gable there's only like that a few actors that i do know and yeah spencer yeah. being one of them too and yeah, I probably would have conflated. I think out of all of them, yeah, I think mm-hmm. him and Spencer Tracy, uh, Spencer Tracy, share the most. DNA I guess as far as
0: I can. probably and I think a lot of their movies were really famous at the time but they're not always rewatched as much mm-hmm. or only one or two are whereas like yeah. Cary Grant has a few um even someone like Fred Astaire you know he had such a specific mm-hmm. niche in the industry that he's hard to mix up with other people yeah um for some reason those two are just more yeah. similar 100 years 80 years later I don't know why yeah
1: and, um, but I mean, that's kind of the way of time. Yep. Uh, I mean, were you talking about, you were talking about like, maybe it wasn't you, but like when people look back on, this
0: was probably me, I think I know where you're going, but tell me okay. what, tell me what you think. I was like <laughs> if,
1: if people look back on classical music, mm-hmm. people are like Mozart Bach. Mm-hmm. It's, there's like f- five major ones that you could pick out right. and such. But the thing is there was so many those, Chopin mm-hmm. was not a contemporary to Bach yes. at all hundreds of years apart yes but we conflate them Mm -hmm. because and condense them yeah yeah.
0: i chuck klosterman wrote this it's one of my favorite books um but what if we're wrong question mark and it it does like a really good job of contextualizing both recent history and long-term history and it talks about Mm -hmm. how like everyone had complex lives throughout all of time and there was you know tons of different uh, trends and and things of note but it was just the passing of time and it was just every mm-hmm. day and then a hundred years later a thousand years later whatever like we often with um the way people dressed in the middle ages we kind of all lump it together mm-hmm. but what happened in like 1400 and how people dressed was very different in like 1650 yeah. but we sometimes can't see the difference as a modern you know so it's just very interesting and yeah I think we're living in an age where that's happening in real time with both yeah. like older blues and rock and roll music mm-hmm. specifically but then also um with actors and movies yeah. that were really important in its time but just are not and i i noticed it all the time because i have that show on youtube creepy and kooky cali vlog where i mostly go to cemeteries and anytime you look at uh, notable internments in a cemetery especially in los angeles at least it's rare to have it be below a dozen i mean there's one or two small ones that do but most mm-hmm. have like hundreds right and mm-hmm. it's like famous film director famous actor famous blah 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 and i have no idea who these people are and it's just so crazy because they some died in our lifetime some died mm-hmm. in the 90s
1: yeah exactly yeah no it it totally does happen like that because uh when we we also have to understand that time is moving faster yep. and faster. Internet memes from I the know. early two thousands. I know it's true. People, people I there's a lot of I, I mean, I remember seeing a tweet and this was a few years ago too. Oh yeah, my my daughter was asking me what N S Y N C is. Oh, you mean in sync? <laughs> and it's it's just like, yeah, like things just get we always think that the yeah. the period of time that we exist in is the most important time. And, and that's just what happens. Yeah. You know? So I think like, um, and I think like even, you know, this movie, I understand like where you're coming from mm-hmm. because it is an old, it's an old movie. Mm-hmm. It doesn't hold our attention as much as like,
0: well, storytelling was different.
1: Yeah. 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 And so, I mean, the thing is that it's just not, sometimes it doesn't translate. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess it is fair to be like,
0: yeah. The more I'm thinking about the it, the more I'm processing it. I'm pretty convinced I would like it upon a second rewatch. It mm-hmm. was just a lot of stimuli for me to take mm-hmm. in with where my brain is at. Um, but yeah, it's interesting. It, it, it's, yeah, because a lot of old movies, too, they're either really good or really bad, mm-hmm. which is interesting you know, um, cause some do hold up and some are just probably bad even in its time.
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, the thing is just sometimes that does happen just because it's old mm-hmm. people put, I mean, cause there's always that saying you, you bury something in the desert, come back a thousand years. It's a treasure. Yeah, you know? yeah.
0: that's true. Well, I mean like and going back to Chuck Klosterman's book, but what if we're wrong? He talks about how, um, uh the guy who did moby dick melville is mm-hmm. that his name he, that was not a popular novel in mm-hmm. his lifetime that yeah. became popular after he died same with i don't think he mentions it but i'm a big fan of emily dickinson the mm-hmm. poet she died in unknown it's so crazy Edgar you do, the most famous person from our generation may not even be appreciated in our lifetime right we don't know, know that like we will never know that that's what's so insane and
1: yeah yeah and it's very true and, I mean, there's there's so many examples I have in, in mm-hmm. I mean, from popular music oh, that yeah. I know from the 80s that, like, at the time, yeah.
0: Well, we- even my favorite bands, actually, Sonic Youth and Jesus and Mary Chain, both mm-hmm. kind of get bigger with each decade. Yeah, exactly. New fans discover them and they end up especially Jesus and Mary Chain end up in a lot of Jesus and Mary Chain was in the Paris Hilton documentary wow. just like Honey was like the opening song oh. I almost had a stroke I, I was like what I'm just and watching this for yeah. fun and my favorite band is here like I don't think Jesus and Mary Chain when I think Paris Hilton mm-hmm. but I mean like it, they wanted famously wanted to be the next big Brit pop mm-hmm. sensation and they were not and now they kind of you know, have held on to time, and Sonic Youth was not famous at all and then became the biggest indie band mm-hmm. of all time. Yeah, it's crazy,
1: and uh, and yeah, they're also in lost in translation, uh just, mm-hmm. uh, uh, just like Honey, just like Honey mm-hmm. was. Yeah, but I mean, see, that's the thing. It, I mean, you know, I, I know you're big, you like the TikToks, which might the get t- banned. Re- uh, I know, uh, but um. A lot of these songs will just, like, become popular. Yeah. All of a sudden, the Billy Joel song is just a hugely popular song. It's crazy. Yeah,
0: a lot of disco songs are back um, from the 70s. I mean, they never really went out of fashion, Mm -hmm. but, like, they're almost number one hits from, like, 2021 or something, like Staying Alive or or whatever.
1: I Yeah, I I was walking down the street recently, Mm -hmm. and I heard someone, ironically, like, listening to... Classic disco, like, yeah. you know, 1978 disco. And I was like, oh, okay. It's That's interesting.
0: It's crazy, too, because, like, I don't... I'm not really in this world, so maybe, like, don't at me if you guys are listening and are a huge fan and I'm just not understanding how big she is. But, like, I didn't realize how many popular songs Megan Trainer has mm-hmm. had. I knew the bass one. I feel mm-hmm. like there was an... Oh, the future husband one, maybe. But apparently... And I think she... Again, I'm a little daft about this. And I think she had a huge fan base. And I'm not trying to take anything away from her. But, like, most of her songs have been TikTok trends. Like, I was reading an article mm-hmm. on it. And, like, even some songs that I don't even think were singles. There's just little catchy lyrics that people mm-hmm. found a way to make trends. And I'm yeah. like, what a time to be alive. Because mm-hmm. she's not, like, Adele-level level diva. She's not... um mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like but like oh my god, she has a stranglehold because of TikTok culture mm-hmm. and she's now immortalized. Yeah. I-, I think. And I'm not even really a fan, but like mm-hmm. I can appreciate her journey that's yeah that's so fascinating to me
1: i think she's a really good and catchy songwriter yeah um i think almost 60s level yeah love for personally for me
0: i she's not i wish she was my cup of tea because i do appreciate the catchiness of her stuff i just don't like most of her stuff yeah. not
1: for me for sure um did you have anything else you want to talk about
0: i don't know i don't think so i didn't take any notes um because i haven't been doing that as much lately and so I think all my notes end up just being oddly specific and not even more so, like the I've dialogue been... that we're having. So I'm like, eh, I just feel like a weirdo bringing up strange details unless something super clocks for me that I'm afraid I'm going to forget. Mm-hmm. But no, I mean, like, I, I I appreciate the movie, whether I end up loving it upon a rewatch mm-hmm. or not. I mean, like, it was really well done. I mean, this is one of the first movies we've talked a lot about the technical aspects mm-hmm. of, and that was kind of how we started, or it was a very early part of our conversation yeah. and given how old the movie is i mean besides when they were driving and they were clearly had a backdrop screen yeah, in the back sure, yeah most of it held up like that was yeah. like the only time where i was like oh old movie mm-hmm. besides the and black yeah. and white of it all
1: i think like one thing um there's no blood when the guy got shot yeah that one beginning. too that was like, good <laughs> things like that and and like i was saying before like this this inspired a lot of things i mean mm-hmm. this inspired indiana jones and now i'm like oh shit mm-hmm. there's so many yeah. shots in this where i was like yeah no i saw jones. a
0: really big connective tissue um, to that for sure
1: yeah and i mean that's what indiana jones is supposed to be it's supposed mm-hmm. to be kind of like that so i'm like oh okay okay
0: okay oh, um, it was also really beautifully shot there was a few with um ingrid bergman where she was in the dark and like the way the curtains or like the mm-hmm. blinds were and how it framed her like i thought yeah. it was stunning um and I also did not see that she'd pull a gun on him. Yeah, we didn't bring that up, I that but was like dope. Yeah. that, like, like totally floored me. I was like, "Whoa!" I did not think that this is the movie we were in. Yeah, like holy hell. <laughs>
1: yeah, that was that was very interesting. But I mean, yeah. Hmm. I think. I, yeah. Good for her, though. You know, in a way, like she, she
0: was a formidable woman. Yeah,
1: yeah, and um, you know, it's not. Yeah, I don't know. I I I think. It was it was a great character. I mean, great characters all around. I mean, there was some, like, you know, bad guys. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but I thought, like, the supporting cast was very, uh, like, funny and stuff like that. Like, they were really, yeah, they were fun. And, yeah, like you were saying about, like, the shadows, that it, it's weird because this kind of has a lot of DNA with a lot of uh, film noir. Mm-hmm um like shooting wise and I'm wondering if the director was more of a film noir because like that's one of my favorite genres Mm -hmm. especially looks wise my Mm -hmm. goodness I just uh I I love I I I like a good noir I like a good noir this was kind of noir-ish actually now that I think about it clandestine mm -hmm. uh noir movie yeah
0: yeah I think um I need to go on a deeper dive with that specific genre because I don't. Mm-hmm. I know what it is, but I don't know if I've seen a lot of it. Yeah. So I think it's something I need to better educate myself on because mm-hmm. I don't. It looks cool, but I don't know much about past it. Yeah. <laughs> that.
1: I. You know, what, I. I think if you didn't like this, you might not like that because there's a lot of mystery. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's I can deal
0: with mystery. It's just if I. It's it's a. I have to latch on to something redeemable about a character i have to i have and i've said similar things in the past but because mm-hmm. like i didn't know where groundhog's day was going and i didn't know if i liked the relationship between bill murray and andy mcdowell but mm-hmm. that's one of my favorites of the podcast you know mm-hmm. um so it's like it just i'm just a very specific temperature i think very specific seasoning
1: mm. when
0: i go into a movie like or the movie has to be that and i don't know
1: everybody has to be morally correct. No, you.
0: <laughs>
1: just... no. But honestly, like Angela from the Office. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. God, let's start that rep. That's me. Um. Yeah, I don't know.
1: That's about all I have. Mm-hmm. I I really appreciate this for, especially being like a little slice of, you know, yeah, What was going on in at, at that time? Yeah. Because I mean, it's really scary. At this time, the Americans don't know if Britain's going to fall. Yeah, they don't. They don't know. Mm-hmm. They don't know if USSR is gonna fall. They don't know if they're gonna fall. Mm-hmm. So I think that this was kind of created at a really precarious point. I mean, at this time, the Germans were very well could have won the well, war.
0: You were saying too that like it took at least five years for a nine eleven movie, yeah. to come out. Um, and the fact that this was happening, like this was all filmed before. Pearl Harbor because mm-hmm. it was released in 1942 and that happened at the end of the year. So, yeah, you know, um, that's not that the, I don't think anyone thought the war was going away anytime soon, but they didn't know how it was going to age mm-hmm. with what they were doing and right. what would have been the reality upon its release. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty wild. Yeah. It's kind of a big risk. No, it is. Yeah. And
1: you know, that's why, uh, that's why I do appreciate when, especially in the beginning they do talk a lot about you know i mean rick in this is very like i stay out of politics because mm-hmm. to keep everybody safe in mm-hmm. there and i understand why he does mm-hmm. i don't think he's a nazi sympathizer at all especially since he fought fascists in mm-hmm. spain which i'm actually like i would almost not mind seeing a prequel mm-hmm. like seeing all that like mm-hmm. the seeing how he gets to that point you know where they where they're uh, there was a scene in the bar where the Germans start singing a German song. And then mm-hmm. the French people yes. there start. I mean, because technically this is Fran- uh, part of France. Yeah. And it's actually the only piece of France left. So mm-hmm. that's kind of scary. But, you know, they start at this point, like, it could be, it's anyone's game. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's so scary. Even the way that they're talking about it. So... Yep. Yeah, pretty interesting. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. And now when,
0: Nazism is back.
1: And now <laughs> Nazism is back. Yes, I saw a story. Mm. I, anyways, yeah. Uh, Can yeah, that's disheartening, but I for story sure. History repeating. But yeah. yeah. But, anyways, yeah. Well, that's what we thought. Yeah, uh, what'd you guys think? <laughs> what'd you guys think? Were you more, uh, did, I mean, did you guys have the same feeling that, that Blair had or? I might
0: be in a league of my own. I don't know. Because, like, I was just thinking, I literally just clocked. I was like, oh, I love Legends of the Fall. And that is also about war and Mm -hmm. infidelity and, like, just sharing a woman between brothers. And I love that movie so much. I think I'm just in such a weird, specific frame Mm. of mind that any new content is just going to... Talk to me in a year from now, I'm probably going to have different takes. But mm-hmm. um, sure. let's finally watch it is apparently catching me at a kind of weird time. And I'm finally articulating it. But now that I can finally articulate, it probably means I'm processing and moving mm-hmm. past For these sure. issues that I'm having watching some of these movies. So breakthrough next week. It's one of my favorite weeks of the year. Could start a baseball season. And we are watching Field of Dreams. Mm-hmm. which I've never seen you. you you've mm-hmm. seen
1: a long time okay. ago. Okay. Like in the theater. Oh, wow. Um. Yeah, Ray Liotta's in it, actually. Oh, so right gonna it's going to be a yeah.
0: sad watch because he's yeah, in recently. Yeah. That bummed me out.
1: Yeah. Oh, you need to watch Goodfellas then. Like. Yeah. If you like Ray Liotta at all, you need to watch Goodfellas. Okay. But um. yeah, no, fill the dreams. Yeah, get your uh, Cracker Jacks. Uh, yeah,
0: and take you out to the ballgame.
1: Uh, ready, warmed up, peanuts and Cracker Jacks. Yes, yes. that's, that's uh, it. Yes. Uh, i was like gum
0: enough. i was like i know this if i was at I was at coors field i would know it because we do the seventh inning mm, stretch mm-hmm. and boy do we go nuts and have some variations on it like yeah. go denver go rockies we better go back to the series it's been yeah. since 2007 but that's yeah. probably not gonna happen get but your, we'll see
1: get your shorts short stops stopping or shorting <laughs> Uh, whatever they do, and no, I, I think I know what they do. They're like in between the second bases. and third, second and third. Okay, okay. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't like I know. I know my baseball. Baseball. I did play baseball. Yeah, I did too. Um, I couldn't see shit, so I didn't know what was happening. Mm-hmm. So, um, but anyways, yeah, thank you guys so much for uh, listening. Yes. And yeah, tell us what what you guys thought, and you know, uh, was it you know a, a piece of of piece of Time. cinema interesting and um, piece of film that was uh interesting to you yes cinema <laughs> uh i who, committed to that, that? <laughs> um cinema but yeah uh thank you guys so much for listening
0: yes please uh f- subscribe follow youtube tiktok at let's finally watch it if you would like to follow me i'm lauren blair donovan and i'm blairosaurus rex on pretty much all social media
1: mm-hmm. and i'm clark Knez at other clarksy on the internet and um yeah we'll see you next time we will take
0: you out to the ball game we'll bye <laughs>